Hello, juniors. You are listening to the podcast for Monday, November the 2nd. Let's take a moment and remember that we are in God's holy presence. Okay, today is big information download today for U.S. history, okay? There's three big thing, three big pieces of information we need to tackle. One, the Industrial Revolution. Two, sectionalism. Three, the American system. And yes, they are all very, very, very related to slavery, as you will find out as we do our work today, okay? So, because it's a big information day, you should be taking notes for everything today. You need notes on all of it, okay? So, let's begin on slide number 10. First information download. What is the Industrial Revolution? Okay, the Industrial Revolution started in the early eight, in the early 1800s, late 1700s. It started in Great Britain. And the big pieces of the Industrial Revolution or how you can tell it was the Industrial Revolution, also known as Hallmarks. Uh, there were several things. First big thing was that the Industrial Revolution started with an advance in technology. Okay, People created new machines to help humans do work. For example, the steam engine was created. All right, The steam engine allowed for boats to travel upstream without having to use manpower to do so, or just to be able to go faster over water without, again, without having to use manpower to do so. People also figured out that if you stuck a steam engine on something that they would eventually call a railroad, you could move things around a lot faster than a horse and a buggy. All right. And also other things that got created where a thing called was a thing called the cotton gin. All right, the cotton gin was a big deal because in growing cotton and then getting it ready to be sold to be produced into something else, you have to get what's called the cotton staples out of the cotton gin. Doing that by hand was how you did it before. What happened to your hands? There's a reason it's called a cotton staple. It's literally like reaching into cotton and getting stabbed with a knife, sharp knife, right? And you do that repeatedly, your hands get ruined, It and therefore it takes a really long time to make cotton ready to be sold and produced. The cotton gin took the staples out without humans having to reach in there and grab them themselves which makes you be able to produce cotton faster. Finally, people used the steam engine and other inventions related to that to help produce textiles, which are things made from cotton, like clothes. Use technology to make clothes faster, right? So all of these technologies together made it so that more people started working in factories and less people were working in farming and agriculture right this led to what's called urbanization which means 
as the Industrial Revolution progressed, more and more people stopped living away from cities and started living closer to cities because there were more jobs in the factories. All right. So that is the Industrial Revolution in a nutshell. It started in Great Britain and moved itself to America in the early 1800s. All right. Great. Second information download is on slide number 11. It is a term that we need to know the definition for. The term is called sectionalism. All right. Sounds like it's sections, and that is exactly what we're going for. All right. Sectionalism is going to be an important word in this unit because it's going to become going to be intimately associated with slavery. Okay. And you will see why here in a little bit. Okay. So sectionalism is when you put the interests of your own region above the interests of the entire country. So for example, the city of Tucson putting its own interests above the interests of the entire United States as a whole. All right? That is sectionalism. Now, I want you guys to combine those two things, industrial revolution and sectionalism. How did the industrial revolution create sectionalism in the United States? All right, there is a short article literally titled that question. Right. It's literally titled, How Did the Industrial Revolution Contribute to Sectionalism or Create Sectionalism? Okay. Answer that same question based on what you read in the document you have a copy of in today's assignment post. It's called Industrial Revolution Sectionalism in the American System. One to two sentences use evidence from the reading. It will take you not very much time at all. So pause me and then restart me when you are done. All right, so as you saw in your reading, um, the Industrial Revolution literally created sectionalism because the northern part of the United States was all for the Industrial Revolution and factories and everything. And the southern part of the United States was like, ooh, we like the cotton gin part of the Industrial Revolution. Let's take that and we're done. All right. So that led to the fact that there were two very different United States. You have the slave-owning part of the United States in the south and the Industrial Revolution non-slave-owning part in the north. Okay, now we're going to take a quick break for a word from our sponsors on slide number 13. All right, obviously our sponsors for this podcast are Mr. Meyer. And Mr. Meyer has got a crazy what-if theory going on. Okay, you read that the man who created the cotton gin was named Eli Whitney. Eli Whitney was famous for two things. He was famous for inventing the cotton gin, which, as we've already figured out, makes it easier to produce cotton. And he was famous for creating the idea of interchangeable parts. What does that mean? That means that products, instead of being individually produced, would be mass produced and that 
the pieces of a product could be interchanged. So, for example, back in the mid-1700s, if you wanted a gun, there was a specific person in your town that would make a gun and make all the parts for the gun. If that gun had been in your family for several generations, chances were pretty good the person who made that gun was dead. And if, for example, the trigger on your gun was broken, you would be screwed. You would have to get an entirely new gun because no one else would be able to make a trigger for that particular gun. What Eli Whitney said was, I don't think that works very well. How about we mass produce the guns? And if the trigger action breaks, hey, we've got this other trigger action that's exactly the same, slots right in. All right. This is how you can replace parts of your computer or parts of your phone without having to get an entirely new product. All right. This is the idea. Okay. So that's nice. The thing that's not nice about Eli Whitney is the cotton gin. As you read, the cotton gin literally promoted the South having slaves. So, Mr. Myers got a what-if theory. You know how people always say, oh, we could make history so much better and make everybody's lives so much better if we went back and killed one person and eliminated them from history? Guess who Mr. Meyer would take out? I wouldn't take out Hitler. I wouldn't take out anybody else. I would take out Eli Whitney. Why? Because it's entirely possible that if you take out Eli Whitney and it takes an extra five to ten years to create something like the cotton gin, it's entirely possible that the South in the United States would have started to move away from slavery instead of steering into having more slaves, right? Because without the cotton gin, having slaves to produce cotton, grow and produce cotton, wasn't actually economically viable until the cotton gin. Take an extra five, 10 years, the people of the South might've said, gee, slaves don't work out. We have to figure out something else to be able to survive, right? So if you take that away, you take away the more and more slaves coming in in the early 1800s, you make it entirely possible that the U.S. doesn't have a civil war. The U.S. is less likely to have an issue with systemic racism, right? These are the things we could change if we could get rid of Eli Whitney, in Mr. Meyer's opinion. All right, last thing to check out is on slide number 14 today, all right? So... As we've established, sectionalism is here, all right? You've got the Northern United States, you've got the Southern United States. This is an issue because it was hard enough in the early United States to keep all 13 and then adding more and more different states together in one country because they're very different. And sectionalism, because of the Industrial Revolution and slavery, didn't make that any easier. So the Speaker of the House at the time, named Henry, excuse me, Henry Clay, created something called the American System in an attempt to bind the North and South of the United States together to make them reliant on each other so that the country would stay together. 
right? So what I want you guys to do is to go read the article that I've put up for you in today's assignment post, The American System. Describe how it would prevent sectionalism in part two of the document, Industrial Revolution, Sectionalism, and the American System. All right. When you are done with that, make sure you take the three to five minutes it will take to answer today's lesson question in your essential and skill questions. And then I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. See you later.